Madness is here. Say goodbye to busted brackets because FanDuel lets you bet on every game of the tournament. Whether you're betting on a big upset or a one seed, it's time to go dancing on America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers get $200 in bonus bets if your first $5 bet wins on FanDuel. That's 200 bucks to use on point spreads, money lines. You can even pick who's going to win it all. Just visit FanDuel.com slash on three and bet on college hoops until they cut down the nets. Must be 21 and older and present in select states. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued as non-withdrawable bonus. Bets that expire seven days after receipt. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. FanDuel is offering online sports wagering in Kansas under an agreement with Kansas Star Casino LLC. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit fanduel.com slash RG in Colorado, Iowa, Michigan, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Illinois, Kentucky, Tennessee, Virginia, and Vermont. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text Next Step to 533-42 in Arizona, 1-888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org slash chat in Connecticut, 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana, 1-800-522-4700 or visit ksgamblinghelp.com. Dot com in Kansas, one eight seven 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 zero stop in Louisiana. Visit mdgamblinghelp.org in Maryland. Visit one eight hundred gambler.net in West Virginia or call one eight hundred five two two four seven zero zero in Wyoming. Hope is here. Visit gambling helpline ma.org or call eight hundred three two seven fifty fifty four twenty four seven support in Massachusetts or call one eight seven seven eight hope. NY or text hope NY in New York. It's only a kick, a jump, a block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle, a run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Introducing Royal Caribbean's newest ship, Icon of the Seas, the ultimate family vacation. The ultimate six slides, eight neighborhoods, zero compromise vacation. The ultimate never done that, can't wait to do it vacation. The ultimate chillin' by a different pool every day of the week vacation. This is the Icon of Vacations. Icon of the Seas, arriving in 2024. Book today. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry Bahamas. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whenever you are listening to this, whenever you are watching it, if you're live, watching back, listen listen to the podcast, appreciate you all for making Blue and Gold a part of your day. It's Thursday, October 26th. I'm Mike Singer, and I'm with my my buddy and co-worker Kyle Kelly, and we are talking some Notre Dame football recruiting in this week's Irish recruiting update here on the Blue and Gold YouTube channel. Kyle, pretty busy week, as always. 
I like to say, if you're in our line of work, you really shouldn't have slow weeks. Like if you're not grinding, um, you know, then you know you're you're not working hard enough. Like if you, you got to, there's enough work to do to make a busy week. So, uh, yeah, the week going well for you though, my friend. Yeah, I think so. Like you said, it's uh, pretty much always a busy week here uh, covering Notre Dame football recruiting. There's always something going on, always something to do. So those guys keep us plenty busy, and uh, it's probably good that way. Always plenty busy. So um, we have uh, you know recruiting weekend to talk about. Uh, we're going to talk about some um, you know uh, Notre Dame's commits on the field this fall who have impressed. And uh, we're also going to um, discuss some like, hey, who are the main 2025 names that you need to know right now um, for the Fighting Irish? We've got Dorito in the chat. We've got Jay Carr in the chat. Hope you guys are well. Um, hope everyone is enjoying their Thursday morning watch live with us. Hit that thumbs up, of course. Um, that helps us, us uh, you know, in, in what we're doing here at Blue and Gold. Helps uh, get the word out about our channel. And, of course, subscribe to our channel um, so you don't miss any Notre Dame football and recruiting content uh, we're putting out daily videos so please do not miss um anything that we're posting um so i figure let's just dive into the recruiting weekend kyle it's not like a big weekend in terms of wow look at all these big targets you know like for ohio state weekend and oh and usc weekend but there is a trio of pretty important visitors uh, making their way to South Bend. Um, and there could be a fourth in the 2025 class. Um, so just lock into blueandgold.com. We're, we're you know not able to confirm it at this time, but there's another prospect who we, we believe. I'm not like trying to – this is not some big teaser. This is not like, oh, we're flipping a five-star, you know, no, nothing like that. Just another 2025 prospect. We you know can't report on this time, but – um, not because it's a big secret, just haven't been able to confirm that yet. But um, anyways, so I figured let's just kind of go through these guys. So again, not a long list, but impactful for sure. Derek Meadows, who we got to see at Irish Invasion. You know what? I think I actually have their uh, their Irish Invasion film that I can pop up on the screen too. But uh, Meadows from Las Vegas, Bishop Gorman. Um, six five hundred eighty five pounds, an outstanding prospect. Uh, on three recently had him as a three star, then bumped him up. Was it last week to the number hundred seventy one overall player, number twenty receiver in the country? And um, you know, you see twenty four seven has him ranked pretty high, and uh, you know, rivals does as well. So I mean, he he's in my opinion, he's the top hundred player, and he's just a, a pretty impressive talent overall. Uh, so now for folks watching on YouTube, this is Irish Invasion Clips, June 4th, 2023. So you can just see, like, this is a large human being. Like, the 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 wingspan, the um, just, like, his overall stature and, and build. Like, he, he was impressive. Um, you know, just talking to, to different sources. I remember that time, like, people were very, very impressed with Derek Meadows, um, the speed, the length, like just uh, everything was impressive about him. I, I know you're watching more of the defense that day, Kyle, but do you, did you have any, any anything you wanted to share on Derek Meadows thoughts on this recruitment or, or his performance that day? I just, 
I don't know how this guy can play wide receiver at six foot seven. Maybe he can. Uh, he's like an incredible athlete, but just like off the top of my head, I don't really know any wide receivers that are that tall. I feel like those guys usually transition to tight end. I mean, we're kind of just like really uh, being nitpicky when it comes to like positions sometimes because like there are guys in the NFL that play tight end and they play like wide receiver, you know, like Kyle Pitts and some of those guys. So maybe Derek Meadows is one of that those guys. But this dude's a stud. He's a terrific pass catcher. I don't know why he doesn't really get the ball more in the uh, Bishop Gorman offense. I, lots of blowouts. I What's that? There's lots of blowouts. Yeah, yeah, that's that's true. That's part of the reason. But I just know early in the year he wasn't really getting a lot of receptions. Haven't really been able to follow him a whole lot since then. But another uh, super intriguing target for Chancey Stuckey and those wide receivers. And um, I, I think that the report on Meadows coming out of the Irish Invasion camp was pretty strong with Notre Dame's positioning. I, I think any time a, a prospect of that caliber comes and camps in Notre Dame without an offer and earns an offer. I think that always bodes well for Notre Dame. And uh, I think another good visit this weekend could set up a Notre Dame in pretty good position for Meadows. Yeah, yeah, I uh, agree with you there. I mean, you said 6'7". He's listed at 6'5". Do you think he's more 6'7"? I don't know why I had 6'7 in my mind. Um, I was checking out his ESPN profile because uh, we have to get that update on on three, and they have him at 6'7". Um, I, I do remember six foot seven being the the measurable for a while. So maybe uh, on three was able to get a more true measurement, six five. Um, I mean six seven's pretty pretty tall guys. So uh, I feel like six five is more realistic. And if that's the case, that guy can certainly play wide receiver. Yeah, you're right. We do need to get his on three page updated. Where do I need to send this? I'm just gonna do it now before I forget to get the people to. Um, can we get his IC page. I want to do this now before I forget. Um, so yeah, that's Derek Meadows, uh, four-star pass catcher from Las Vegas, Bishop Gorman. Now, in the clips that we just showed at the very end, there, Meadows was matched up against a number eight, who was Ivan Taylor, who played corner that day. Could also be a really good safety at the next level. Uh, so. Meadows is the number 103 overall player in the country for the industry ranking. And here's number 102, Ivan Taylor um, from the Orlando area. Um, man, th this kid was very impressive as well. Um, and and we'll, we'll pop on his film um, from that, that day. So Ivan Taylor, the son of former Pittsburgh Steelers defensive back, Ike Taylor. And um, yeah, a really good camp performance. And uh a player that I believe is trending towards Notre Dame, just like I believe with Meadows, um, you know, Notre Dame, Florida State, among the schools after Taylor, Alabama, Penn State, just a few of his offers. Yeah, I like Notre Dame here. Um, what, what, what do you think, Kyle? Yeah, really interesting recruitment. Um, don't really see guys uh, from Florida like this kind of go up to Notre Dame and um, – I guess, enroll there, commit and everything like that. I mean, Notre Dame's uh, trending really well in Florida in the 2025 cycle with Justin Thurman, who they have committed from uh, Tampa Jesuit, uh, Davian Dixon from Miami Palmetto. Both those guys have been committed to Notre Dame uh, for several months, more so Dixon uh, since April. But kind of my case being like, you know, Thurman and Dixon aren't like top 100, top 150 guys from the state of Florida, whereas Ivan Taylor is. 
also has an NFL pedigree with his dad being uh, the father of Ike Taylor, or sorry, his dad being um, Ike Taylor, the former Pittsburgh Steelers cornerback. So that's like a, a guy I feel like Notre Dame hasn't really gotten a pass often. They're doing extremely well with those NFL legacies in the 24 and 25 cycles. I, I wrote a, about another 25 NFL legacy uh, this morning on Blue and Gold. That's going to be an interesting recruit on campus. But, yeah, I, Ivan Taylor, like, this would be another um, a super welcome sign in the defensive back room for Notre Dame if they can uh, continue to pick up some momentum with him. Uh, Notre Dame hasn't really particularly recruited safety well from a ranking standpoint sure. over the last few cycles. Um, I, I know Notre Dame really likes what those what they have in those guys, but just kind of looking at how they stack up against other safety prospects across the country, a little bit lower on the on the rankings um, compared to other guys. But the guys are looking at this cycle, like the Ivan Taylors, um, Jadon Blairs. I know Ethan Long doesn't really have a high ranking yet, but I think he's a guy that's going to move up in the rankings too. Uh, yeah, this is a welcome sign for Notre Dame. He's to get him up on campus. I think this will be. Visit number three since three. June. So, yeah. yeah, that's a super big deal uh, to, to continue um, moving well with Notre Dame. And I know I think you have a prediction in for him, yeah. Mike. So I do. And for folks watching on YouTube, this is him against Micah Gilbert, um, Notre Dame's 2024 receiver commit, who I'm pretty excited about. Um, so, yeah, he, he, he's a good player um, for sure. So, yeah, that's Ivan Taylor, uh, Winter Garden, Florida, West Orange. High school. Now, as of Thursday morning, we're not 100% sure um, if Damian Shakelin's visiting from Indy Warren Central. Um, but uh, yeah, just briefly, Kyle, like if he visits, that'd be a pretty good sign. I mean, twice in a month, like his first visit to South Bend was for the USC game. And then he gets to campus two weeks later. That sounds pretty good. Four star edge prospect, 6'5, 210 pounds, Damian Shanklin. Um, yeah, I, 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 he's considered a Notre Dame lean early on. Um, I think that's pretty fair right now. Um, you know, we, as we've talked about before, Shanklin really likes USC. Um, you know, we we know he's uh, you know very interested in Ohio State. The Buckeyes are interested in him as well, but haven't extended an offer. Yeah, Kyle. I mean, just what 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 are you hearing right now about the potential of him visiting? And just quick thoughts on uh, his recruitment before we move on. Yeah, when I talked to uh, Damian Shanklin after the USC game, he kind of got some special treatment from the Notre Dame staff. Um, they really put on a, a great um, show for him. I guess they they did a great job hosting him on campus. First ever visit to Notre Dame, even though he's from Indianapolis, Warren Central, just a, a short two-hour drive up north um, to South Bend. And when I talked to him after his visit, he said he wanted to come back to Notre Dame um, this season. So – uh, Marcus Freeman out Washington were at his school last week. Um, I got to imagine that was uh, pretty exciting for Shanklin and maybe uh, gave him a little bit more urgency to get back to campus this season. And Notre Dame um, has him on the list for this weekend. I talked to Shanklin. He isn't 100% certain he's going to go, but he's trying to make it happen. Um, and, and, you know, usually when you see uh, like two visits back-to-back like this, it's a super good sign for Notre Dame and, you know, maybe a potential commitment in the works. I don't get that sense with Shanklin. I think he's just trying to learn more about Notre Dame just because this will be visit number two, both game day visits. It's a short drive up there. Um, I think Notre Dame is the leader for him. I think with a second visit, they can really solidify itself as uh, the front runner in his recruitment. 
but this isn't a guy I'm not um, necessarily putting on commit watch, even though, you know, anything can happen. Yeah, we're going to talk about kind of some commit watch a little bit later in the show. Go back to Meadows. Hey, already got the ESPN ranking added, Kyle, during the live show. How about that? So he did drop down a couple spots in the uh, in the industry <laughs> ranking because uh, ESPN ranked him a little bit lower. So if you're ever like, man, these rankings, man, they'll just drop kids in a heartbeat. Well, I mean, we added ESPN's ranking, and uh, that dropped them a couple spots in the industry ranking. Um, anyways, so uh, I just wanted to mention real quick, there's, I, there's a handful of prospects underclassmen who you know have some p5 offers not from notre dame just yet but it's always good for you know these kids to get a notre dame experience in so that when notre dame maybe does offer they're not the coaching staff doesn't have to say hey guys this is notre dame right they, oh they've already been there because you you've shown interest in them when they were freshmen and sophomores so here's a sophomore quarterback on campus, Nathan Bernhard, 6'5", 220 pounds from Ashland, Ohio, uh, has offers from Penn State, Michigan State, Louisville, Duke, Iowa State. Um, he's already got four-star status per 24-7 in rivals. And then um, Jameson Purcell from, uh, from Park Ridge, Illinois, Maine South, just a freshman in high school. Um, and uh, Ole Miss, Auburn. USF UAB offers already for him, 6'270 pounds. So a couple notable quarterbacks. Notre Dame obviously has their 2024 and 25 quarterbacks committed in Carr and Knight, respectively. And Notre Dame uh, getting ahead of the game in 2026 and 2027. Kyle, why don't you tell, tell, you what, tell, tell the people what time it is? Yeah, it's uh, hopefully time to continue win some money. Yes, it's time for prize picks folks and um i gotta get back on a little bit of a of a winning streak so we're gonna welcome you to the sponsor for today's show and that's prize picks it's a fun app you so for these entries you can pick a minimum of two players and if they're gonna go more or less than their projection you can go up to six players um, per entry you go up to six you can win up to 25 times your money on that entry so it uh, gets even better when you use the promo code BGI. Write it down on your hand. It's three letters, BGI. You'll receive a 100% instant deposit match up to 100 bucks. So if you deposit 50 bucks, PrizePix will give you 50 bucks. If you deposit 100, they'll give you 100. Uh, download the app or go to prizepix.com, but make sure you use that promo code BGI. Different sports um, you know, that you can do entries on, NBA, NFL, PGA, college sports, NASCAR, cricket, soccer, anything. And they also do fun weekly promotions like Taco Tuesday where, you know, someone's projection might be, you know, more or less, you know, 50 yards. Taco Tuesday will bring it down to 25 yards, something, you know, stuff like that. They also have Flex Friday, which I've talked about before where, um, you know, I think it's um, a $20 Flex entry. If you don't hit it, they give you that. Uh, money back in um you know uh in, in what's it called uh bonus bonus money i i don't know i can't think of the word but anyways um so anyways let's talk about uh entries for this week i'm just gonna we're just gonna talk about how i'm feeling is it crazy to like zach wilson more than 195 and a half yards 
I my favorite and the, the some of the picks I've had the most success with is quarterbacks less or when they're they're more or less projection is under 200 yards. So I like Zach Wilson here. Um and he's not like his passing yardage I mean, 186, 199, 245 in his last three games. Like, I like 195 against a Giants team that's not very good. And then I also like um, rush touchdowns. Give me Jalen Hurts to have a rushing touchdown in his fourth straight game. That's that's my two. These are the kind of the, the entries that I have the most success with. Um, just a simple more and a simple more on a couple quarterbacks. I say let's throw twenty bucks on it and uh, and win a net of forty. What do you do? You like this, Kyle? I do. You know the Giants don't have Julian Love in that secondary anymore, and uh, I think that letting them letting uh, the former Notre Dameer walk in free agency has kind of hurt them. And uh, Jalen Hurts, I I will say, I'm like, I I think you've kind of gotten a little bit of sense of it, but I've turned into a big uh, research guy with the fantasy and uh, NFL betting stuff and. One uh, metric that I use is every week ESPN puts like an expected touchdown uh, formula out, and Jalen Hurts is always like in the top ten of that, just because of how successful the the Eagles are, like within a you know five yard line, you know that brotherly shove and everything like that. So I, I like both those picks. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we could go with him. I've liked the the less than 1.5. This is about every week Jalen Hurts 1. I, I've I have been placing entries with Jalen Hurts about every week and I usually do pretty well with him. I, I like the uh, the less than 1.5. But we're going to stay away from that. We're going to go him scoring. And why I like the less than 1.5 is because he scores so many rushing touchdowns. Uh, but I think that's what we're going to roll with. It's a little risky like it's it's boomer bust with the with, with the more or less 0. 0.5. Yeah um you know touchdowns but we're rolling with that and um and there you go and folks i will will note you can here's the notre dame more or less um audrick estimate 95 and a half yards he hasn't hit that since you know central michigan game i would like the i would like the less there chris tyree is an interesting one 28.5 receiving yards more or less Mitchell Evans, 54.5. I think his was like 80 or something versus USC. And then we had 13 receiving yards. We're not going to talk about that. Sam Hartman, 247. Um, yeah, so that, that's his more or less on, on passing yards. So that's going to wrap up talking about prize picks. Remember, folks, first-time users that deposit and use promo code BGI will receive 100% instant deposit match up to 100 bucks. Uh, tune in next Thursday. No. If I did well, we'll talk about it. If not, we won't. And um, please, uh, please play responsibly. And uh, it's 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 really for fun. Um, so that that's that's what I do here. Just it's 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 uh it's just good entertainment for me to, especially on like those Monday night games, Sunday night games. You know, just to have a little bit more skin in the game, pretty much. So, thank you, Prize Picks, for sponsoring um, today's show. So we're gonna move into talking about some 2025 recruiting. Notre Dame currently has what is it, five commits in that class? That's all seven. Right. They're up to seven, seven now. already. With the James Flanagan commitment. Yeah, you're right. Seven commits um, for the Fighting Irish: um, Deuce Knight, James Flanagan, C.J. May, Thurman, Dixon, Reef, and Anderson. Number six class in the country. Stop the count. 
We're at six. Stop the count. How about Notre Dame about to go 20-something straight years of finishing the number one independent school in the country in the recruiting rankings? Hang the banner. Notre Dame is killing it. Number one. You know, do you remember that Penn State graphic from a couple years ago where they're like, we're number one in the country in this, except for years 1970 to 1970. Do you remember that graphic? I do. I don't remember the context behind it, but I definitely yeah, it was, remember. The- it was something like that where it was like, we are the best at this, except for the times we're not. Put up the graphic, Notre Dame. Oh my gosh, could you imagine if we had that graphic done? It was like, Notre Dame has the number one recruiting class, 23 straight years, asterisk, in the in- among independent schools. Oh my God. We would get that. Oh, that, that, that would be so freaking funny. People would get so pissed, but that would be so funny. Okay, let's get back on track. So when I was texting Kyle last night, I was like, hey, what do you want to talk about in the show tomorrow? It was like, let's just kind of like talk about some of your predictions um, in the 2025 class that I have logged. Do you just kind of want to go quick hitters through these? I'll just read the names, Kyle, and you kind of tell me, do you like the pick or do you not like the pick? And you just say, like it, don't like it, and you can tell me why. Um, There are several here that that, that we're going to talk about, so um, we don't have time to really go in depth on all of them, but Kyle... We'll just we'll just do it. Matty Augustine's first up here. Log this prediction, August twenty third. Big offensive tackle um, from the Northeast. Do you like it or do you not like it? Survivor forty six is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast. And we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor forty five, D Vyadaris, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. I like it a lot. Um, I might be pretty close to following you with that prediction. Mm-hmm. If if there was a guy that maybe I had to say I'd feel most confident in out of this group, it'd probably be Matty Augustine. I ended up in Notre Dame. Owen Strebig. How about both these guys? Six seven. Owen Strebig. Notre Dame signed um, Brian B Dash. I believe it was in the two thousand two class. He was a a lineman from Wisconsin. It took Notre Dame 20 years to sign their next player from Wisconsin, and that was Billy Shrouth in the 2022 cycle. How about Notre Dame could land two guys in the 2025 class alone? You already got James Flanagan um, committed. Um, he's from Green Bay, and Owen Strebig is also from the Hoosier State. So I like Notre Dame for Strebig. Log that prediction uh, a minute before the Augustine one. Do you like this one or do you not like this one? Owen Strebig to Notre Dame. Yeah, I like this one as well, Mike. Um, I think we've kind of harped on this show for a while that predominantly Notre Dame, USC battle, Miami, Florida state, Michigan, also in this race. 
Wisconsin still trying to get involved um, and stay involved in this recruitment. But Rudolph was pretty much the first offensive line coach that Owen Strebig met all the way back, I think, in eighth grade when Rudolph was at Wisconsin. So that that relationship has just gone on for years, and Strebig has continued to follow fall in love with Notre Dame, trying to be patient with his process. But when that time comes, I just – like you say, Mike, follow the visits, and he's already been to campus twice this season, was at campus twice over the summer, uh, once in the spring as well, and certainly uh, trending toward Notre Dame at this point. Yeah. Um, oh, God, did I say did I say Hoosier State? <laughs> I meant Badger State. Thank you, Dorito, for mentioning that. Yes. Um, Hoosier State's Indiana, Badger State, Wisconsin. I got the Big Ten on my mind. I apologize, guys. Um, I also just got a message on Twitter. Guy saying first time or heading to Bucky's tomorrow with the family. What are some must-have items? You ever been to a Bucky's, Kyle? So I, I was responding to that guy too. You ever been to a Bucky's? Mm. No, they're predominantly yeah. south, I know, and I don't really spend a whole lot of time down there. So yeah, they it's predominantly a Texas thing, and now it's now we got two in Georgia. I think there's one in Florida, a couple in Alabama. Um, so. Yeah, maybe they'll make their way up to the Midwest. Bucky's is going to take over. Um, it's a life-changing experience, Jay Carr says. What's up, my friend? Good to see you. Um, Ethan Long, safety from um, you know the Northeast, same high school as Maddie Augustine in Connecticut. 6'2", 185 pounds. A lot of this prediction August 22nd. You know, a little bit of Michigan buzz there for a minute. I like Notre Dame here. It's where I've got my prediction logged. What do you think? Yeah, I think this is another guy like Strebig. He's just trying to be patient with the process. Well, I guess throw Augustine in, in that kind of group as well. But, like, Matty Augustine and Ethan Long are two guys that I kind of have in the back of my mind that if they both come to Notre Dame in January for those junior day visits, I think that bodes super well for Notre Dame. I think they get them locked up in the class pretty quickly after that. So he's going to make visits, I think, to Michigan State and Michigan and back-to-back days at the end of November. And um, pretty much after that, it's going to be decision mode for Ethan Long. Michigan State's not a program I'd personally visit right now. They're getting, a lot of, hey, they're getting a lot of recruits to visit. It's, I'm actually super impressed. Like Damian Shanklin went up there and visited without an offer. He left with an offer. Um, another guy that Notre Dame had on campus earlier this year, Eugene Hilton, he didn't even have Michigan State in his top six. I know he's a 2025 recruit, son of uh, T.Y. Hilton. You know, top schools lists don't really mean a whole lot um, at this juncture. But still, um, he went up to Michigan State. So give a lot of credit to that recruiting staff, man. They're doing a heck of a job right now. Yeah, the state of Michigan is something right now with their football programs. Um, and I'm not talking about Eastern Michigan or Central Michigan. You guys know what I'm talking about. Oh, man, had a fun time talking on our Wednesday show with Darren Pritchett about um, – you know, the Wolverines, uh, Daniel Anderson, your boy was right on that one. Uh, Mark Zachary, interesting one. Indy Ben Davis, Notre Dame, Ohio state seem to be the top schools to watch. When I logged the prediction, I was like, listen, I'll admit I'm not feeling overly confident. It was, it was more of a projection than, you know, I mean, all of these are projections, but like more of a projection 
then like we could see the roadmap, you know, for like uh, how we think Owen, Owen Striebig or Augustine could commit to Notre Dame in the coming months. Zachary may be a little bit farther out. And I will note for folks watching on YouTube, I might get on a mini rant here. It says 60. Do you guys see that on the right side of the screen? 60. So you, we can log confidence percentages from increments from and five, you know, zero, five, 10, 15, up to hundred. How like, I don't understand like the confidence levels. I don't know like what to do. Like, do I feel a hundred percent confident that that feels like I'm spoiling something. If I uh, like, I know this kid's a silent commitment. He's announcing tomorrow. Like, what am I going to put in a prediction at 0% or 15%? Like then why the hell are you doing a prediction? So I just kind of log 60 at standard. Um, yeah, I don't know if you have any thoughts on that, Kyle. I don't know what you do for your per, your percentages, but it's just like the confidence thing. Like, are you are you are you predicting the kid to the school or not? Like, it just feels like a oh, I was wrong on this prediction, but I only had a confidence level of thirty percent. So I mean, don't don't really get upset with me. You know, like I just that's why I just go sixty percent pretty much across the board. If you ever see me with anything different, there's a reason. Like. If I change it from 60 to 0%, it's because I need to change this prediction to a different school. I just don't know where yet. Something like that. But Kyle, do you have any thoughts on that? Yeah, I think 60 is uh, pretty much the the good number. I, I do like the confidence level just because it kind of shows the way that projection is heading. Like I know um, sometimes when guys like start to trend towards another school, you can adjust the percentages a little bit. But I will say there are probably like at least 12 guys right now, probably more um, in 25 that I think are Notre Dame is leading for or are one of the top teams. And I could probably put prediction ins for all those guys with like 10 to 15 confidence level. And that just would be kind of cool. But then, yeah, like you said, if they're starting to trend to other schools, maybe then you change the percentage, but then you would want to change the pick altogether. And, and, you know, in in some of those cases. So, um, Hey, Jay Castell, you rock, brother. Thank you for the kind words. Anyways, um, did we even touch on Mark Zachary? No, no, we haven't yet. Um, so, yeah, Mark Zachary, who, who I started to talk about, then we got off track. Thoughts on, on this recruitment? I don't think we talked about him, do we? Yeah, I, mean, always, I, I mean, I had always had in the back of my mind with Mark Zachary, Ohio State fan growing up from Indianapolis, Buckeyes would be the team to beat. But after they landed a cornerback commitment from uh, Blake Woodby, a guy that Notre Dame offered from St. Francis Academy in Baltimore. They're also trending for a five-star Devin Sanchez out of Texas, also in a good position with Dorian Brew, a five-star from Texas that Notre Dame thought they were going to get at one time when he lived in Ohio. Um, Those are three cornerbacks that I think Ohio State is really prioritizing in this cycle. And I think Mark Zachary has always been a top-of-the-board guy for Notre Dame. So, uh, he loves Notre Dame. I think this is always has been and will be a Notre Dame uh, Ohio State battle. But just based off what I'm seeing uh, from Ohio State's cornerbacks board, is I think Mark Zachary is going to uh, keep on trending toward Notre Dame. Okay, so that's uh, that's Mark Zachary. Before we move on, I got a question to ask you, Kyle. Are you a displaced corporate executive or are, are you wanting to put your career in your own hands? I hope you're not because I like where your career is at right now. But Kyle, if you were wanting to diversify your portfolio, well, 
Kyle, I would tell you to give Andy Ludicke help because I would tell you to give him a call because Andy can help you. He's a huge college sports fan and he's a franchise veteran having owned multiple franchises and businesses using Andy's expertise. He's going to help you find your American dream through a very thorough and consultation and evaluation process. Give my boy Andy a call. Put your life and career in your own hands. Just not you, Kyle, because I like where your career is at right now. But Kyle, if you're really wanting to diversify and you're wanting to start a franchise, if you're going to do it, Kyle, you're going to give Andy Ludicky a call. 404-973-9901. Check it out. MyPerfectFranchise.net. Find your perfect franchise with Andy Ludicky at MyPerfectFranchise.net. Thank you for the um the uh the sponsorship my perfect franchise and prize picks for today's show third from jay third blue and gold video i'm watching tonight and you're really lean i lean into the in the intros of these shows good morning good afternoon good night because i don't know where these people are watching it could be across the world so jay says he's watching it tonight i'm a print subscriber how about that we love the print subscribers because we still got that print business i don't have a magazine handy but I have a whole bin in my garage. You got one handy? Um, so y'all give Mike more money. Oh, how about that one? The Sam Hartman right at home. I believe you're muted, Kyle. Um, but uh, yes, that's uh, that's the, after the Navy game. I pushed back against that uh, that, that cover title, but um, that wasn't my favorite. I don't remember what I, I liked better. But yeah, we appreciate the, uh, the print subscribers for sure. Um, Let's go back to the um, kind of the prediction talk. Ivan Taylor, who we, we talked about earlier in the show, visiting Notre Dame this weekend. I like Notre Dame here. Uh, when Notre Dame lands Florida kids, it's usually from some private Catholic school or something. But, hey, Notre Dame's Notre Dame, man. It can land, you know, Orlando uh, public school kid as well. And Ivan Taylor – is a Notre Dame fit in, in my humble opinion. So um, yeah, thoughts on uh, thoughts on Ivan Taylor, safety or corner at the next level. This is probably the pick I feel least confident in. I, I just like uh, a little behind the scenes. Uh, with, I'm sorry, Kyle. Can you, can you start that over? Do you have me, Mike? How are we doing with the connection? I, I think I have you. I, I, I've been doing streams on YouTube for years now and something just happened that I've never seen before. So can you just start over my screen? Just like flashed. I, I don't know. Yeah. What happened. Can you go again? No, no. Yeah. Ivan Taylor is probably the guy I feel uh, least confident in of the group. Okay. Uh, um, just kind of giving uh, our subscribers, I guess, and our viewers a little bit of background, how you and I approach recruiting. I think it just kind of happens naturally where those guys we talk to, or like you talk to a little bit more and I talk to a little bit more. Ivan Taylor is one of your guys in your neck of the woods, so I kind of let you handle that recruitment. So I'm not as in tune with this one, but just from like, you know, kind of looking at it, um, you know, 60 foot view or whatever you want to say, you know, Florida, a uh, kid from Florida with Florida State, I think Miami's involved, Florida's involved. Uh, I think that's a tough pull for Notre Dame, but like I kind of mentioned earlier, he went up and camped at Notre Dame without an offer, earned it, came back for the grill and chill in July, and now is going to be here at a game day. It's a good sign. That, that usually um, does, you know, is a very good sign for Notre Dame. So if they can keep trending in that direction, I think they can get him. Yeah, and he actually just texted me back a few minutes ago, so I'll be talking to him uh, after his visit. So we'll have that coverage of Blue and Gold. 
<clears throat> James Flanagan ended up at Notre Dame. So a few more. Um, Jerome Bettis. Son hate of it. Jerome Bettis. Yeah, I hate that pick. He's yeah. Hate good job. Ninety. Yeah, put the confidence up. Yeah, we have a hard time seeing Jerome Bettis going anywhere. We're gonna. I don't think we need to spend much more time on that. Atlanta Woodyard, six three hundred eighty five pound receiver. Pretty talented player, awesome young man, Jerome Bettis Jr. We like to Notre Dame. Justin Thurman already committed to Notre Dame. Log to prediction. So three more. Derek Meadows, who we talked about earlier in the show. Um, I've liked where Notre Dame is. I, I haven't heard a ton of him, like on him recently. It's just been kind of waiting for this visit. But I mean, but I, I honestly wouldn't be shocked if like any of these. He, maybe not Shanklin, but like if Meadows committed after this weekend, I wouldn't be surprised. If Taylor did, I wouldn't be surprised. Uh, but uh, yeah, Meadows, uh, I definitely consider a Notre Dame lean. Yeah, another guy that you've talked to a little bit more than me, but just seems like Notre Dame's been the front runner ever since that visit um, in June. And this visit, I think, can go a long way because Derek Meadows, even though he's a four star top 100 you know, player, basically, I know the on three industry ranking shift a little bit after we um, entered ESPN in the fold, but I think there's going to be a lot more schools coming after yeah. him. So yeah. it'll be, I'll be curious to see how, how much longer, um, you know, Notre Dame will continue to be on top for him. And I guess how much longer he'll want to go see his recruitment out. I think this is a guy that might probably just be smart, just trying to see um, who else could get involved. Cause there, he doesn't really have a lot of marquee offers yet, but um I think Notre Dame can definitely submit itself as the the number one pole position team after after this weekend and after that who knows what happens. You know, Notre Dame got Ronnie Stanley out of Bishop Gorman and Derek Meadows could certainly be the next. I do have Cooper Perry predicted to Notre Dame. I don't like that one as much now to be completely honest with you. Um I just don't know where that recruitment's trending. I don't have a good feel on that one anymore. I logged the prediction back in May. Um, pretty soon after I, th- I want to say he visited in March or so, so, so yeah, about a, f- a few weeks after, but I don't love the pick as much. Um, I, I don't know if you have anything to add there on Cooper Perry, but then another Arizona kid, Cree Thomas, uh, he was on campus for the USC game, uh, 2025 corner, same high school as Ben Morrison. So excuse me. I love where Notre Dame's at for Cree Thomas. And I'm unsure. I don't love the Cooper Perry pick, but we'll, we'll kind of see how that one shakes out. But uh, thoughts on those two guys, Kyle? Yeah, I feel much more confident about Cree Thomas at this uh, point in the recruitments and where Notre Dame stands with both guys. I think uh, Cree Thomas, like you mentioned, same high school as uh, Benjamin Morrison. I mean, if you're if you're Cree Thomas, how could you not want to go to Notre Dame? So I think that's a uh, a good sign for the Irish. Yeah might be part of Notre Dame's recruiting pitch. Why would you not want to go to Notre Dame? Uh, so a couple more items before we wrap up today's show. Um, you know, you do a really good job, Kyle, with the, you know, the commit tracker article that you post early each week. I know it's a bear of an article to put together. So better you than, than me, um, you know, to, to write that beast. But um, guys that have just kind of impressed you, um, you know, just, whether it's statistically just kind of watching the film, like, Hey, they are ranked this, but they really seem to be outshining on that ranking. Give me a couple guys like who, who of Notre Dame's 24 and 25 commits either class, like who you've really liked. Yeah. I I think I'm just going to simply base this off of their statistics this season, just because that's what I've really been writing about. 
And right away, the first guy that comes to mind is Cody Cahoon. He, I highlight him pretty much every week because he uh, just absolutely does incredible every week. There's no other way to put it. Um, last couple weeks, he's had about 20 tackles per game. Now, those are total tackles, which include um, assisted tackles. And I know some schools with the way they um, you know chart statistics are maybe a little bit more generous than others, but still, I mean, his, his stats, even the solo stats have been uh, really impressive this year for the season, Bodie Cahoon. And I think it's nine games has uh, eight games. Sorry. 146 tackles. 81 of them are solo. So that's about 10 solo tackles a game. That's pretty impressive. 19 tackles for loss. So about two tack or two tackles for loss per game. Um, a two and a half, probably five sacks and a couple other, you know, pass breakup, fumble recovery, block punt. So that's one guy that's just, I think, really outperformed his ranking. You know, I think we've talked about plenty of times before is a, you know, was a lacrosse recruit for the longest time, committed to Ohio State, yeah. um, you know, and really hasn't like focused on football for, for a long time. I think last year, was the first year he really took football seriously. And that was when, you know, the college college football uh, team started to give him a look and obviously ended up at Notre Dame. So he's the number one guy on the list. Um, I think Logan Saldate has been terrific this yeah. year. Eight games, 41 catches, 722 yards and eight touchdowns. Just what an amazing find by Chancey Stuckey. Uh, director of recruiting Chad Bowden, director of high school scouting Dre Brown, that entire Notre Dame staff that discovered Saldate, who's committed to uh, Oregon State at the time. Uh, he is going to add a dimension to the Notre Dame offense that I don't think they have. He's a pretty true slot receiver. I mean, like, Logan Saldate kind of has the skill set of uh, Jordan Faison a little bit, like one of those super quick slot guys. and. Um, can can go the distance on the field, and I love that find for Notre Dame. And just kind of going through a couple other guys, Logan Thomas is terrific year after transferring from uh, Katie Pato in Texas uh, up to Lakewood, St. Edward, and Ohio, one of the top schools in the uh, Midwest. They have won uh, state championships the last two years, and since uh, making up to St. Edward, just really made his mark on that program uh, for the season. 98 tackles, 22 solo, 12 and a half tackles for loss, seven and a half sacks, 21 quarterback hurries, and a lot of other stats as well in 10 games. A lot of Keon Keeley traits there with Logan Thomas. I know that it's pretty easy to compare those two. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, make no mistake, Logan Thomas is an excellent prospect that is – really going to have a chance to see see some playing time as a Viper if he can add that weight just because Notre Dame does not have any Logan Thomases on their roster. Yeah. I think of all of the guys in the class, I would say Logan Thomas is the one that just does not get enough recognition because I feel like people are like not overly fired up about the defensive line class as they should, and I think Logan Thomas is that's probably – if that's the case, because the next guy I was going to highlight, and I know you saw him earlier this year, is Bryce Young. Yeah, he's right. Yeah, ESPN updated their rankings, I think, last week. He made a huge jump 24-7 a couple weeks ago. He made a huge jump in those rankings. And then on three was actually the first one to really say, hey, 
we got to move this guy up the up the board. And yeah, he's uh looks like almost a top 100 recruit. I can't really see those numbers incredibly well, but well, either way, yeah. Uh, yeah, through nine games, 70 tackles, 38 solo, a dozen tackles for loss, 10 sacks, 10 quarterback hurries, forced fumbles, recoveries, block field goals, punts. Even had a catch for five yards last week. And um, just one more guy I, I got a spotlight uh, with the same last name, uh, Kedron Young. Uh, not the uh, – no relation, at least to our knowledge, but he is, I think, about 25 yards away from becoming Lufkin High School's all-time leading rusher. Um, he's had a terrific senior season, and his, uh, the rankings have reflected that as well. He's moved up pretty much by every service through eight games, 194 carries, uh, 1,169 yards, and 11 touchdowns. I think he's averaging close to six yards per carry. So that is uh, some pretty outstanding numbers. I think those four guys I met. Much all have the I think it's five. Two. What's that? I asked for two, and you gave me five. You're just well, loving these players. I mean, they there there can't be two just with the way these guys have played this year. So, I think all those guys. I, there's always like this hypothetical um, award that I have is like Notre Dame's uh, MVP of like high school MVP in, in terms of commits. I think all those huh. guys are in the. Yeah, I do the superlatives. I, I do a, I, every single year I've ever worked in this industry. I always do a class superlatives for the school I cover. I don't know if there's a clear MVP this year. Like, who would I give that MVP to? Who did I do in 23? I'm trying to remember because I think I did something similar. I think it was probably Drake. Probably did Drake Bowen. Uh, but yeah, Carr Car would probably be the favorite. A- anyway, let's figure that out in a couple months from now. Ed's $2 Super Chat. Thank you. He says, any worries about the pit game? Not for me personally, but they did beat Louisville. Um, so maybe, but I like Notre Dame at home there. And also he asks, what are beaver nuggets? Um, so I don't know how to describe this snack, but it's just a little crunchy ball of unhealthy a little nugget. I it, it's it's fantastic. It's I really don't know how to describe it, um, but it is uh, fantastic. So if you ever go to Bucky's, you gotta at least grab a uh, a bag of beaver nuggets and try it out for yourself. But it's um it, it's it's not it's not good for you. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, I don't I don't I, I think Notre Dame should handle Pitt pretty pretty well. You know, fifteen point win, ten point win, something like that. Yeah, I like Notre Dame there. Um, so just to wrap up where we went last week was interesting because Notre Dame had its bye week and when for, for bye week travel, I usually just kind of cross my fingers and hope that the Notre Dame staff is somewhere that I can also be at. Um, and luckily Marcus Freeman was about an hour from me. And, uh, so I got to go see him or, you know, go see Anthony Knapp and, um, Marcus Freeman and Joe Rudolph were on the sideline. So I got to kind of write an article with Kyle on our observations of the Notre Dame coaches and, and, and what that, that whole like paint a picture kind of deal on what that looks like. So on last Thursday, Anthony Knapp um, was seen by Marcus Schumann and Joe Rudolph. And then, you know, the next day they're, they're traveling all over and then they went to CJ Carr um, and I think they might have stayed for a little bit of Carr's first quarter or so, and then they um, 
and, and then um, Marcus Freeman got on a got on the jet and, and went over to uh, Lakewood, Ohio, um, for uh, Logan Thomas's game. And I know you were, um, uh, and he was without Washington. Excuse me. Uh, and I know you were at that game. So yeah, pretty cool. A uh, couple days of coverage with uh, you know Freeman being in both of our necks of the wood, Kyle. Next of the woods. Neck, neck of the woods. I can't speak in this word. Yeah, in our area. Yeah, so actually Logan Thomas played on the road at Akron Archbishop Hoban. So that was even a farther trip. Not by much, but oh, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, still right. extra five, ten minutes in the jet. Uh, they did make it for like the final few minutes in the fourth quarter where St. Ed's drove down the field and scored game-winning touchdown. So those guys were extremely ecstatic on the sideline to see Notre Dame win, and they got the heck out of there before it was a complete downpour, and your boy here got absolutely drenched. Um, luckily, I got to talk to Logan Thomas in the locker room, so I was able to stay a little bit dry. Logan's a great kid. I have really enjoyed covering him. But, yes, uh, Friday night was not the most uh, exciting game to cover from a weather standpoint, but we made it through. Um, my jacket's probably still wet. My camera bags are probably still a little damp. So, yeah, uh, gl- glad to see that Marcus Freeman out of Washington can make that trip. I mean, just how incredible to see those guys. I mean, Marcus Freeman specifically go from Georgia, Chicago um, that Friday morning, stop in Fort Wayne, go to uh, Saline, Michigan, then end up in Akron. Yeah. And his wife ran a marathon on Saturday morning and was there back in the uh, South Bend area for that. So That's awesome. Don't know how that guy sleeps. Yeah, it's interesting. Like when, like Freeman at the game, it's like he's got a crowd around him. It's like people just don't leave aside. And then though they want to introduce you to this person and this person, I'm like, this poor guy just has to be on all of. The, I mean, poor guys making millions. I mean, eh. but still, he's a human being, right? More money, more problems, and it's just like nonstop people. I, I, I can't do this. I'm a I'm a homebody and. Uh, but it was just interesting for me to kind of watch that. Be like, man, this guy like has to hear and, and talk to all people just nonstop. But so yeah, where we are going uh, this Friday will be revealed this week, or it'll be revealed tomorrow. Not not going to talk about that yet. It's not that it's a surprise, but uh, I don't know. Maybe I just don't want to. So we'll talk about it. We'll, t- we'll Let, talk about it tomorrow. Say, We're going to do something unique. That's why we want to. Wait I mean, it's little... it's unique for us. It's something that we haven't done before at Blue and Gold, and at least not in a in a long time. But uh, but yeah, it's gonna be fun. I'm I'm looking forward to it. So uh, yeah, lock into blueandgold.com um for more on that, and I'll look at the show notes, Kyle. I think we covered everything. Um, so yeah, great show today. Notre Dame Pittsburgh, three thirty p.m. Eastern Time. NBC Peacock. Pretty solid little recruiting weekend for Notre Dame. Handful of commits, three or four 2025 targets, and then some notable underclassmen, including a couple quarterbacks we talked about earlier. So that's going to wrap up today's show. Uh, please hit the thumbs up on this video. There's a little button um, if you're watching on a computer or phone. You guys know a little, little thumbs up icon. It says something like, you know, 20 or whatever it is right now. Just go ahead and hit that thumbs up. Get that number up. Help support our channel here at blue and gold thank you for the super chats folks thank you for tuning in and as always we will catch you next time madness is here say goodbye to 
busted brackets because FanDuel lets you bet on every game of the tournament. Whether you're betting on a big upset or a one seed, it's time to go dancing on America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers get $200 in bonus bets if your first $5 bet wins on FanDuel. That's 200 bucks to use on point spreads, money lines. You can even pick who's going to win it all. Just visit FanDuel.com slash on three and bet on college hoops until they cut down the nets. Must be 21 and older and present in select states. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued as non-withdrawable bonus. Bets that expire seven days after receipt. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Fanduel is offering online sports wagering in Kansas under an agreement with Kansas Star Casino LLC. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit fanduel.com slash RG in Colorado, Iowa, Michigan, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Illinois, Kentucky, Tennessee, Virginia, and Vermont. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text Next Step to 53342 in Arizona, 1-888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org slash chat in Connecticut, 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana, 1-800-522-4700 or visit ksgamblinghelp.com. Com in Kansas, 1-877-770-STOP in Louisiana. Visit mdgamblinghelp.org in Maryland. Visit 1-800-GAMBLER.NET in West Virginia or call 1-800-522-4700 in Wyoming. Hope is here. Visit gamblinghelplinema.org or call 800-327-5050 for 24-7 support in Massachusetts or call 1-877-8-HOPE. NY or text Hope NY in New York. 